heating up. That's the country song, right? Remember when? Thank you. Chicka Bigelow. Yeah, yeah. If I, when, whenever my open is concocted, throw that in there. He's on fire! Chicka Bigelow, Huskers Illustrated, on The Connor Happer Show, on 1620, The Zone. Boom shakalaka! Talking some hoops and old trapper beef jerky with Jacob Bigelow of Huskers Illustrated. He joins us now on the 42 Degrees of Source Hotline. Jacob, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Yeah, for, forget about uh, needing more details on NIL collectives. I'm, I'm going to need a deep dive into big beef jerky's influence on uh, college athletics. Well, I um, think it, what it, they're it, doing it is... appears to know no bounds. Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to cast a wide net, it appears. And so they've already taken over the Big Ten. And what happens is when when you are the official beef jerky of the Big Ten Conference, they give away all this beef jerky at the media day, as you know, and then the media is then in your back pocket. Because then I'm sitting here with a big pile of beef jerky in Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm saying, wow, I really love Old Trapper beef jerky. And so now they're, they've, they've already taken over most of America with the Big Ten Conference, and now they're diving in to the Mountain West, it appears as well. Great call by them. Yeah, they are do definitely appear to be casting a wide net. Um, if there was a big pile of beef jerky at basketball media day, I must have missed it. But oh, if sad. Have, if they're going to have some beef jerky laying around in Minneapolis in a couple weeks, I'll have to keep my eyes out. Yeah, well, okay. Now let's start with the predictions then. Because I this is we asked the question on the show earlier, um, you know, ceiling floor and, uh, and expectations. And I want to get to that with you. But if you had to predict, Jacob, how many days will you be spending in Minneapolis in two weeks? Ooh, that is an excellent question. Um, see, I think they're going to be playing on Friday. Um, are they going to win on Friday? Okay, so do you think oh, if, they're, if they're playing on Friday, have they already played on Thursday? Or are they no, starting they on Friday? they have not. They have not. I should have worded that better. They will not be playing. They will begin playing on Friday. Okay. Um, that, that is where I'm at. Um, will they win on Friday? Yeah, they've never made it to Saturday. That's the, it's amazing. That's kinda, that'd be, yeah, they've never made it to Saturday. Um, that's a good question. I mean, you put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I you never they're... know what you're going to get. But, like, you know, if, if you get the double bye – that's one step in and of itself, and then you just got to win that one game. It does feel like, though, maybe this is the year where you just say, all right, all of the curses are gone. We have, um, we've, we've made it to Saturday, at least, of the Big Ten tournament, and we've won an NCAA tournament game. Maybe this is finally the time. This might be it, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, mean, I definitely think they – I don't you know, I, I don't know if I can speak in absolutes, but I mean, I think they, I think they have the pieces to win multiple games in the in the conference tournament, um, and I think they, you know, we we can you know segue to the ceiling floor expectations. I mean, I think they they can win more than they can win one game in the tournament, and then who knows, draw dependent, maybe get another one. Agreed. So let let me ask you this then, because another sort of sub thought that came up in my head as we were discussing all this as we compare them to previous iterations of Nebraska basketball, whether it's teams that have made the tournament or not, I, and you would, you would know better on this. I tend to think, cause Chattel just said, this is the best team since, uh, 99. And I thought, 
gosh, I don't know if this team is I don't know if this team would beat 17-18. The the team that won 22 games and ended up getting banished to to Stark Vegas for the NIT. Um this team has a better resume than that team. This team has the better resume out of any team since I've been following Nebraska basketball. But is this the best team of the of the millennium for Nebraska basketball? I don't believe so. They're up there though, for sure. Yeah, it's either it's either one, two, or three. Yeah, they're they're top three. Um, I may have to. This is a good podcast idea. Might have to take full advantage. <laughs> Go ahead, but fire away. I'd love to hear forty minutes on this. But I mean, it's a good. Yeah, might have to do a little deep dive. But I mean, I I think the thing with this team is you know by, and this is not a slight or a dig. I think they have overachieved based on Agreed. the parts that they have on the roster. Um, you know, I mean, they've, you know, preseason polls mean nothing. I mean, they were picked 12th in the big 10 and now they're fully, you know, they're fully, you know, making a run at finishing in the top four, playing in the in-state tournament. And, you know, they're, they have, they have achieved greater than the sum of their parts this season in my, in my opinion. I totally agree, um, which is a credit to them and the credit and a credit to the coaching staff. Like it's all things oh, considered. Absolutely. Yes. No, definitely. And but I mean I think that you know, this team doesn't have team doesn't have a James Palmer. Doesn't have like a it just doesn't have a dude who's gonna like who can you know, you know, they have I think they have diet James Palmer in Bryce Williams. Nice. Uh, but but I don't think they have I don't think they have you know they don't have they don't have a Glenn Watson like in you know he they don't have you know they but they've got you know the they've they can come together and beat you in different ways you know that team the seventeen eighteen team they had a certified you know big three four depending on when my guy Roby wanted to realize how good he could be nice and you know they had you know they they that was the formula this team the the formula is. That there's multiple ways to get at you. So I mean, it's yeah, it's an interesting thought, it's an interesting conversation. I might have to do a little, uh, little, little deep dive on it. For the record, I would put them, I would put them second since you know 2000. I I, I think they are not as as good as the 1718 team, but I do think they are better than 1314 that went to the tournament. No, I'd agree. I'd agree with you on that. I would definitely agree. Um, I think that the, I mean, and you know, you want to talk about the, you know, some the of their parts. I mean, that thirteen fourteen team. It was, it was Turan, Siobhan, and Pitchford. And if you got anything from anybody else, it was an enormous bonus. And if one of those three guys was off, it was, it was tough sledding. And you know, they had to, had to get, had to have all those three guys playing, you know, on their A game. And for a month to end the season, they had that, and then some. Um, okay, so I've been sort of thinking about this this week with Nebraska basketball as well, and I think there's there's really an argument for both sides. As Nebraska's metrics say, they are both top 40 in offense and in defense right now. The The offense seems to be a little bit more streaky, I guess, in the defense, although the defense has taken you know t- its turns in showing up and not showing up, and that's when you get really, really bad nights. I, I obviously their defense is more impactful to winning than their offense is, but it'll be really curious and really interesting to see what happens when they get into tournament setting, because there is a chance Jacob that they could put it all together, you know, for, for a weekend or for, 
for two or whatever it might be or for one weekend in Minneapolis at the at the Big Ten tournament. It's just sort of about the luck of the draw. I, I guess when you settle it all in, what is a what does a good a normal Nebraska basketball performance look like? Do we have a better idea of that now twenty eight games into the season? It might be what we saw on Sunday, in my opinion. Um, you know, like the offense wasn't completely and totally there, but I think they were still getting good shots. Like I Agreed. think they, they were getting they were getting the looks they wanted. They were making the right passes, the right reads. Um, they had some weird bounces off the off the rim, all sorts of stuff. But I mean, they were flying around on defense. They were playing physical. You know, we the, that was the biggest you know takeaway from Minnesota. You know, Cam Christie and Ben Johnson. You know, basically said that that was the most physical. You know, they they'd been played by anybody in the Big Ten all year. And possessed. You know, that was yeah, possessed. That you know, and that was uh, you know, they. I think that may be you know the most normal because I mean, it, but then again, it isn't because Tominaga, Wilcher, Mast, and Sam Hoiberg were over from three and were made a combined like five shots between them all. Um, but I mean, just I, I, maybe aesthetically and the way it looked, but um, I mean, there's just there's so many variables. Like that's the thing with this team is like they're they've They've had multiple guys just go off. I mean, I'm going to be, you know, looking back at the first time they played Ohio State ahead of, you know, a couple days from now, and, you know, Rink Mass just having slow Felix Akpara and Zed Key chasing them around and nailing threes and setbacks yep. and all that. And it can be him. It can be Casey. It can be Bryce. Like, they've just shown that they have, they have a myriad of different ways to come at you and beat you. Yeah, I, I, think, that, I think the great thing about it is whether – you know, because you might get one of those bad ones. You might get the clunker in the NCAA tournament or or in the Big Ten tournament, whatever it is, and you you just have to live with those results. But generally, I think what we've seen from you know almost a thirty game sample size of what we will continue to see is I was making this point earlier, Jacob. Like they have they have without beyond a shadow of a doubt separated themselves from the Minnesotas, the Iowas, the Penn States, Maryland's, like those. Those teams that would probably, as I described to Josh earlier, if if you're expanding the NCAA tournament to 96, they'd be bubble teams, you know, like the <laughs> the NIT teams, right? So like they are they are firmly in the group that'll be seated somewhere from seven to eleven or on the bubble of the NCAA tournament, and I I think that's a great spot for them. And however you roll the dice out there when they get there, um, you know, that's just gonna be how it goes. But I think the happiest part of the season for them, like the successful part of the season in totality is the separation from that middle pack. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, you and I, you and I have talked for you know, the last couple of years, it feels like about how, you know, for them to be playing, them to be playing meaningful basketball this late in the season, February, you know, and into March, you know, that's, that's, that's where you want to be. It's where you want to be if you're Nebraska basketball and, you know, you can't, you know, anything else is, is gravy really in my, in my opinion. And if they can, you know, get to the dance and, you know, get the, get the first win off their back. I mean, and just go from there, you know, first, I mean, they've shown the, I mean the the change and just these over these last two years. They, I mean, it, who knows what the next couple of years can bring? But I mean, I think that it's you know it's a you know it's it's 
really impressive that you know this group you know and it we talked about it i mean it's a testament to, to fred and that staff for completely you know, you know changing their approach changing how they they do things and you know they, they they've turned it they've turned it this is not the uh this is not the Cam Mack, Teddy Allen, Fred Hoiberg, Nebraska basketball <laughs> by any by any means. Have you reached the so back to the uh, ceiling four expectations thing? I I think I've kind of I don't know maybe I'm drinking the Kool Aid from the last couple of weeks when they've been crushing teams and have looked like one of the best you know, five or ten teams in the country. Um, but like I, I think I've arrived at the point where I almost expect them to win a game. It doesn't mean it would be a disappointment if they lost a game. In the NCAA, if they lost their first game in the NCAA tournament, that's not what I'm trying to say. But I almost expect I almost expect them to win a game at this point. Where are you at with that group when you know when when the live bullets really start flying in a few weeks? Uh, you no, know, I'm teetering. I'm teetering on being right there with you. Um, I mean, the the thing about the NCAA tournament is that it's so you know, matchup dependent and your yeah. draw and all that, and that's kind of where you know they've. They've played themselves off of that you know, 7-10 game. and They're in a lot of 8-9 projections now, and that kind of, you know, I feel like they'd almost, I mean, if they can play their way up to a 7, good on them. But, I mean, that's, you know, I feel like the 7-10 the game is kind of more, you know, where they'd, where they'd like to be. But, I mean, Agreed. You know, I don't think they're going to get too, I don't think they're going to get too picky if, you know, when, once they hear their name called on Selection Sunday, they're going to they're gonna give it their give it their best shot no matter where or who they got. But, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. I mean, I'm, and we'll obviously know more with, you know, their draw and where they end up. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, – I'm teetering right there with you. Any t- takes on uh, court storming or uh, resting people when they storm the court or anything like that? Is that's the topic of the week here? No, I don't yet. <laughs> I mean, Billis, saying Billis, like, Stick to Young Jeezy lyrics, my man. I mean, nice. It's just like we gotta, you know. It's just gone. It's, we're going way too far, and the the Duke of it all just adds to it. And you know, for you know, full transparency, I I am not. Uh, I I have been a Duke apologist for a majority of my life. I I am not full anti Duke, but I mean, the more I look at that situation, it's um, it kind of reminded me of the. The scene with Bane on the plane and Dark Knight Rises, like they expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. And they had Filipowski out there, like you know, get the be, be out there and get the you know we this we we lost, you know the the attention has to be on something, and it's you know that's definitely not like it was you know preempted by John Shire or whatever, but that's kind of the vibes I'm getting. It's like someone has to take the take the bullet, <laughs> and that's it. It's yep. turned into three days of discourse about court storms and you know they were carrying them off and the duke managers are dog cussing wake forest fans around them to like get out of the way i mean it was just so so dramatic (laughs) and looking back on it it's just like what are we doing here like this is the time of year where college basketball people want the sport to be on the forefront for for good reasons like the tournament and the lead up and all that and instead that this week has been hijacked by court storm discourse again i say put a guillotine under uh, up on top of the basket and anybody tries to get on the court it's it slams down and it chops their head off i think that's the answer just french revolution it <laughs> like just you know just college basketball and then this is the french revolution yeah i, I mean i you know I mean that's you know that's what I mean that I mean I don't I mean I I heard you guys play the call earlier I mean I don't know how you can't watch that Mississippi Valley State video 
and not like just think like this is what college basketball is all about. This like, is it. Student announcers, student announcers losing their mind. Like, I mean, the Delta Devils are on a one-game winning streak. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's that's beautiful. Like that. I mean, that is that is it's things like that that make me love college basketball. Like the small school, like losing their minds, like finding joy in their team's one and 26 season <laughs> and their fans storming the court and going crazy in small town, nowhere, Mississippi. I mean, that's what, that's what college basketball is all about. No Something doubt about like it. that. Yeah. that's, you know, that's what, that's what we should be. That's what people should be loving and talking about this time of year. Hey, you had a good one uh, yesterday. Speaking of like, you know, mild, I guess, court stormings slash dramatic endings. Um, so Lincoln Southeast and prep in overtime, and and the and the southeast kid, it's a turnaround, you know, mid ranger at the horn in overtime, and then southeast dogpiles right on Prep's bench. I mean, you want to talk about potentially combustible situations? That's one of them right there. I'm surprised that nothing escalated there. Oh, it was a pretty combustible situation before that. Um, the parents. On uh, the side I was sitting on, we're pretty vocal, pretty into it. They remained vocal and into it after the buzzer sounded. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some jawing between the prep student section and the southeast uh, kids. Um, it was it was intense in there. And you know, I'll I'll give a shout out to my guy uh, Joey Warning, a fellow former Nebraska basketball manager, on um, getting the Knights back to the uh, state tournament for the second straight season, and doing so by going to prep and winning. Two years in a row. And, you know, prep, you know, that's still, you know, it's always going to be a big deal in Lincoln when a LPS school comes to Omaha and wins. And, uh, you know, kudos to the Knights for, I mean, that game was a game was a rock fight. You know, it was uh, Tony Bennett, Virginia basketball. Final score was like 40 to 30 something. <laughs> but uh, that was, uh, I picked a good one to be at last night because I feel like every time I walk into prep's gym, I see a buzzer beater. Yeah. Yeah. It's some good stuff. Uh, we're, we're getting ready for the craziness of the state tournament coming right around the corner as well. Jacob, appreciate it as always, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good rest of the week. Jacob Bigelow, Huskers illustrated and, uh, may have gave them a topic for the stretch big pod, which is, uh, will be recorded this week. Seems very into the idea. I love it. I love it. Also, I love loud, fired up, Jacob. That yeah. was good. You could, the and the excitement was beaming off of him. You could tell from from a guy who's been involved with a basketball program before, who's never had really any success, and also has friends coaching all around the country, and understands what basketball, what college basketball is like in places like Itabena, Mississippi, <laughs> or whatever that town is called. It's a real place. The Delta Devils are on one game one winning, game streak. winning streak. <laughs> so good. Guys are fired up so as good. they should be. These guys are awesome because they live it, man. They love it. They got they watch all the twenty seven losses. Yeah, they watched a lot of crap. Yeah, like that's the thing. They watched a lot of crap to get to that point. That's the worst team in the country. But even the worst team in the country deserves to have one night. Uh huh. All right, and not to have their fans arrested as they run onto the floor or guillotined, whatever it might be. Jay Bills, get over yourself. Couple more uh, minutes here. I do have a. There was an interesting tidbit from the Mitch Sherman story last week that we didn't get to regarding Nebraska football. We have that. Oh. Also, a game-changing NIL deal. You may have heard this before, <laughs> but we have another new one. Jerky. It involves a plane. Oh. Next on sixteen twenty, the zone. 